Across the United States, Indigenous families are searching for their loved ones. For closure. We would tell each other, what, what do you think she said? And what was her last words, you know? Did she cry for help or did she pray? The missing and murder Indigenous women. Alka, this is Mary. Ketanani, this is Sylvia. And, and welcome, welcome to the Native, Native Sisters Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It's Sunday, recording day. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's new, Subi? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> We've been in quarantine all week. And my kids, kids are finally released to go back to school tomorrow. And that's pretty much it. Okay. I, I really haven't been doing anything. Put the floor in my house this week. Um, painted my kids' wall in their room. I haven't been doing anything. My chickens are laying like a dozen eggs a day. <laughs> the a only lot. chickens in town <laughs> laying eggs. Shay told me that her she collected 18 eggs today. Oh, dang. So it's just me and her. We know what we're doing, apparently. I guess. <laughs> Secrets. Oatmeal. <laughs> Old-fashioned oats. <laughs> I bought mom some for her chickens. I know. They eat it. They like it. <laughs> um, I read online that Brian Laundrie confessed to murdering Gabby Petito. In a, in, in a notebook that they found near his body. Um, and we already knew that, but I know. Um, thanks for the confirmation, FBI. Way later. Yeah. <laughs> and? And we... Ta -da -da, we got 1,500 1500. downloads on Buzzsprout. Thank you, guys. You guys are awesome. We appreciate it. We've been working hard on our stories. And you guys yeah thank you we appreciate you so today's story is going to tug on your heartstrings just like last week yep so be prepared and just reading about the story and everything all the information just made me sad it's a sad story but last week so we covered Henny Scott which was in Montana and this week, today, I'm covering Selena, Shelley, Faye, Not Afraid, which is also from Montana. Selena was born June 18th, 2003, with her twin sister, Zoe. Selena and Zoe were the youngest of five children. Their parents were Jacqueline Big Hair and Leroy Not Afraid. Selena and her family lived on the Crow Reservation in Billings, Montana. The reservation is located in parts of Bighorn, Yellowstone, and Treasure Counties in southern Montana. Um, when I was researching this online and I looked up Montana, I don't know if you ever noticed, but the outline of Montana looks like a side a face on the side like the like bottom this. so like a nose and a part i'm gonna share it on our 
our social media so that you guys can see it and tell me what you think because I feel like it looks like a face like it looks like this it has like a nose and then like a mouth and then it goes just flat so I'll share it with you guys um, the crow tribe has an enrolled membership of around 11,000 of whom 7,900 reside on the reservation 20% speak Crow as their first language. That's awesome. I included that because I thought it was awesome as well. <laughs> <laughs> the Crow Reservation is one of the largest of the seven Indian reservations in Montana, which is located south-central Montana, bordered by Wyoming. In 2019, the Associated Press reported that nearly 300 cases of Native American women and girls were reported to law enforcement in Montana. Missing Native American women and girls. Sorry. Um, Selena attended Hardin High School, where she was a junior. She also attended schools in Billing, St. LeBray, and Pretty Eagle Catholic Academy. Selena was sweet, silly, funny, and loving. And she had a lot of friends who referred to her as their best friend. Selena and her twin Zoe had best friends who were a set of twins. Alexis and Katerin. I think, I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Um, Selena loved horses, beating, sewing, baking, and being with family and friends. She shared the love of makeup with her big sister, Tristan. Selena loved her horse, which his name was Wart. <laughs> and she was practicing to be a future ladies Indian relay race riding champion. That's awesome. She was a cowgirl. Yeah. For the River Road Rayleigh team. She was also active in basketball and volleyball. Selena also returned to dancing jingle dress at powwows with her her sister Zoe. Although Selena was only 16, she suffered traumatic loss. So Selena's sister Zoe, not afraid, was her twin. She committed suicide in 2014 at just 11 years old. Oh my goodness. She was just a baby. Yes. And for reasons that were allegedly from bullying. Oh my god. She's 11 years old. I feel like when you're a twin that that connection's just it hits harder. So much stronger than I mean, even though, like, your brother or your sister, that's close. So were they identical twins? Actually, I don't know. Um, I didn't read that it was. When I was seeing their pictures, they didn't look identical. Mm. Um, Selena's brother, Preston Bell, he passed away at age 23 in 2017 after being shot by Billings police officers in their front yard. At 23? At 23 years old. So her sister at 11 passed away in 2014, her twin sister, and then her brother, he passed away in 2017 after being shot. Dang. 
Selena's other sister, Tristan Gray, passed away at the age 22 in 2018 in a hit and run, which was never solved. It's still unsolved today. They don't know who did it. Was that all of her siblings? No. Um, she So out of the five children, it was just Selena and her brother, RJ. Dang. <clears throat> Selena was staying with her mother for the holidays in Billings, Montana. On December 31st, 2019, Selena asked her mom if she can go have a girls' night at her friends in Billings. Her mother dropped her off, and it was supposed to be just a girl's get-together, just them hanging out at the house. What her mother didn't know is that it was actually a house party, and there were a lot of male and female adults and underage drinking involved at this house party for the new year. They're bringing in the new year. Dang. Um, There were reports, and later on, that... Everybody was, you know, having fun at the party. Everybody was drinking alcohol. You know, the um, they had reports of all that. On January 1st, 2020, sometime in the morning, Selena called her mother and told her that she was ready to go home. 2020? 2020. Okay. Did I say t- No, you said 2020. I was just wondering. That's pretty recent. Yeah. This is really recent so even that show that so we talked about with the missing and murdered in montana um while they were there doing research on henny scott and the key sarah stops yeah. in pretty places stops at pretty places yeah so while they were there selena not afraid went missing while they were and in, so then they, they just picked up that case yeah and then they picked up this case wow um, so, January 1st, 2020, um, after, you know, she was there all night, and then she called her mom and said, hey, mom, can you come pick me up? So her mom was like, okay, I'm going to come pick her up. She got to the house, and Selena was gone. So, <clears throat> it was said that Selena left the house in a van with four other people. So, five people. Um, I read in some articles that it was six people. But on the show, they said four other people. So I'm just going to go with the four people. But um, the investigator said that her family and friends didn't know who these people were. Like, she that she was with in the van. And they don't know how she was associated with So none of her them. friends were in the van? No. like. But her friends let her go in the van? I don't know who was at the party. There was a lot of information that was unsaid and... A lot of Just conf- like in conflicting story. stories yeah. as well. So one of Selena's friends was Snapchatting her that night or that day and said that um, she said that Selena sent her a picture of her in the van and that she was kind of like smushed up against the window. And she said, oh, my God, last night was so crazy. So she was texting her her best friend. Do we know how big the van was? No. And they didn't give, like, a make or model in any of the articles that I read, that I read, or I seen on, like, in videos and stuff. They didn't specify the van. And they didn't release a lot of their names, either. The people who were in the van. Yeah. I think, I don't know what, for investigating reasons, or people probably would harass them, honestly. 
And then her friend said that she sent her a message. She replied to Selena and said, well, let me know when you make it home safe. And then um, she never heard from her again. So the van was headed east on Interstate 90. Um, The vehicle began to have some mechanical issues, so they pulled over at a rest stop. The driver was trying to work on the vehicle. Um, This is at approximately 2 p.m. in the daytime. January 1st? January 1st, 2020. (laughs) During this time, the rest area was closed. Um, and the rest stop was near Fly Creek exit off Interstate 90. So the van would have been heading, it said they were heading east. east. Was it going back to Billings? They were, I believe they were in Billings because they said that her mom lived in Billings. And then I, when I was reading articles, I think they were like. So they're going to Harden. 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 It was, so this rest stop is in between Hardin and, and Billings. Billings. So they were leaving Billings, right, to go to Hardin. Yeah. I'm going to, I'll send you guys, I'll do a picture of a map so you can see. And um, from Billings to Hardin is about 50 miles. This is where things get a little suspicious. There's different stories. The driver of the van got the van to start again and... He left Selena and one other girl, whose name was Alorna, I think. Let me see. Arlona was her name. So Arlona and Selena was left at the rest stop. And they took off in the van. And there was, later on, her grandma said that there was a woman witness who seen a white van leaving the rest stop and two girls were chasing the van around 1.30 p.m. So the times, you know, are a little bit different. And they said that this woman claims she called the Hardin police and they just put her on hold. Sounds like the police department. (laughs) And here's one of the stories that I read is that the driver told Selena and the other girl that they couldn't ride back with them because they didn't want to run into more car trouble with them in the vehicle. And the driver claimed that he called his mother who was going to pick up Selena and the other girl. So they left Selena and the girl. So they were supposed to wait there until she got there. Yeah. And another story was um, that there was some type of altercation at the rest stop and then they left her. And then, um, and then there's another two stories that I found <laughs> about the mother. So the driver's mother arrived at the rest stop. This is one of the stories. She arrived at the rest stop about 20 minutes later after they left him. When she arrived, the mother found Ar- Arlona in the ditch nearby with scratches on her. And she had no recollection of what happened. And then Selena was nowhere to be found. In another story, Arlana was waiting at the rest area, and according to Arlana in this story, was that she seen Selena started walking east of the rest area, hopping a fence and going through a field near an area of trees. Um, 
Arlana claimed that Selena, she, Selena asked her to go with her, but she refused and wanted to wait for their ride. So, like, these stories are conflicting, plus what actually happened. I feel like it's so frustrating because I feel like these people had a lot to do with her disappearance at this time. Yeah. So, Selena was last seen wearing a black coat, gray sweater, blue jeans, and gray ankle boots. And during this time, Hardin reached low temperatures around 32 degrees. So, it's pretty freezing, yeah. Um, Later on, there was a Snapchat video that was released of Selena and the other girl getting out of the van, and the male and Selena were arguing on the video. And they were arguing, and she had, like, a hat in her hand, and they were arguing. You could just see them, like, arguing in the video. Did you see the video? Yes. You did? Yes, on the show. Who was on the show? Oh. And it said that, or they said that it possibly looked like he was hitting her. But it was really hard to see in the video. It's not great quality. It's really blurry. And then um, in an interview of Selena's best friend, she said that Selena was the type of girl to stand up for herself and not let people push her around. Yeah. So this is the last time Selena Not Afraid was seen alive. How old was she? 16. Um, Her family tried to contact her on her cell phone and the battery was dead. Selena's grandmother went down to the rest area. I think it was her grandmother and her mom. But they didn't specify, but they did say that her mom went to the house. So I'm assuming that her grandma and her mom were together and they were looking for her. So they drove down to the rest area to look for her around 3.30 p.m. And the grandma said that they walked down to the creek, which was really close to the rest stop. They were yelling for her, and they looked around for her. And then they drove about a mile down where the Fly Creek exit was, and they were looking for her. And then right after that, her grandmother called the police, and they ended up filing the missing persons report. So since... Kenny Scott's death in 2018, the law has changed. So it was two years later. Um, So at this time that her grandmother called the police, everything was activated. Like, okay, a missing person. We got a missing child or, um, you know, underaged girl. Yeah. And I guess they they also said that the Bighorn police, whenever they call um, the FBI, they send in a special team to come in. To help. Selena's disappearance was out of character, as her um, family described it. Like, she wasn't that type of person to just go missing, you know? Or take off without saying things. Yeah. Um, authorities believed her disappearance was suspicious, as she was a juvenile and the circumstances. Authorities issued a missing endangered advisory for her during this time. There were theories at this time that she was abducted and she may have tried to hitchhike and forced into or forced into a vehicle. And people in interviews, even the I think it was the Crow reservation chairperson, he was saying that this rest stop was known for sex trafficking. Dang. 
So um, investigators were able to track Selena's movement by her cell phone. They were, they also reviewed social media photos. They put it, you know, kind of put it together of what happened that night, what was going on. And they do believe there was alcohol involved. And there were reports, a lot of conflicting stories with people who were in the van. So they know all the people who were in the van? The police police do. do. But, um, like I said, they didn't release any of that information. They didn't release names, but I seen that they did release the the girl that was left at the rest stop as as well. The Arlana. And so they tried to map out her route from the party to the rest stop with the cell phone GPS. Other than that, they had very little evidence. Family, friends, and community members and strangers searched for Selena for nearly three weeks. They were on foot, they had vehicles, ATVs, horseback. They were looking all over for her in this area. Do you know if there was snow covering the ground? I think there was ice. They did say that there was really heavy rain during this time. The weather was really cold, heavy rain, windy, and some snow. Yeah. But despite the weather, they all kept looking for her. And they even, law enforcement even had a search of helicopters with the thermal imaging and drones and dogs. And they had a pretty extensive search during this time. On January 8th, the FBI released a BOLO alert. It was thought Selena could have been in the surrounding counties. So they weren't sure where she was at this time. Um, on January 20th, 2020, at approximately 10.30 a.m., Selena Not Afraid's body was found frozen to the ground in an open field in plain view, as an investigator January 20th? Said. January 20th. About three weeks later. Wow. Um, so her body was found southwest of the rest area by... U.S. Interior Department team during a grid search less than a mile away from where she was last seen. So it was like three quarters of a mile. In plain sight. That's what it said on the on the investigator said on the show was that her body was in plain sight. So there's a lot of um, I'm going to get a little bit more into it but there's definitely some concerns or um suspicions of what happened to her. Selena's funeral was held Sunday, January 26, 2020, and more than a thousand people attended Selena's funeral. Um, Selena's aunt, Cheryl Horn, who is also an advocate for missing murdered indigenous women and girls, she stated, we brought our baby girl home. Now she can rest in peace. And Jackie and I want to thank everyone for helping bring us our girl home. That was so sad. Yeah. And a lot of times they don't find them. So, I mean, 
and she said that in one of her interviews, like, you know, she was just so grateful that they found her because a lot of these girls don't get found. Yeah. The medical examiner conducted an autopsy where they claimed there was no broken bones, no bullet wounds, no violence inflicted injuries. Nothing that have been that could have been considered foul play and the cause of death was hypothermia. Once again, just yep. like Henny Scott. Uh-huh. It is unknown when Selena actually died because this information was never released. And, or they probably don't even really know when she actually died. And despite the autopsy result of accidental death, investigators still classified it as a criminal case. Um, the police were pretty adamant about Selena being intoxicated and wandering off and dying of hypothermia. Oh my god, that's the same thing as hey. Yep. But later it was released that in Selena's toxicology report, there was no alcohol. Oh, dang. And I feel like if she was drinking that for sure drinking that night then most likely she wasn't even she didn't die within those because your alcohol goes out of your body in two days so she's probably alive and then or she wasn't drinking yeah i don't know everybody was was partying there like i mean she could good girls out there that don't drink I don't know, but the police were pretty adamant that she was drinking and this, but then they were like, oh, okay, well, that toxicology came back and no alcohol in her blood. So, are they thinking that maybe her body was put there later, or do they think she wandered off and died? I'm going to get more into that. Okay. (laughs) So, Selena's aunt, Cheryl Hunt, um, she stated, Selena wasn't stupid. She's very smart. When that happened to her sister and Preston, we went, we all spent all our time telling her about how to be safe, what to do, where to go, who to run to. And so the fact that they tell me she ran into a field, I don't believe that. That's what her aunt said. And here's the thing, like, they searched for Selena for three weeks. And they did not find her. And the family said that they already searched that area and that they found her. So there was theories that somebody moved her body there. Um, also, Selena's mother found Selena's purse in that house. It was upstairs. And they're like, okay, well, why did she leave her purse there if she was going home? Yeah. If she knew she was going home. Um... And Selena's aunt visited the site where they found Selena's body. And she said there was no visible area of the body on the ground. Like, for her to be there for three weeks, supposedly, frozen to the ground is, you know, what I read. You would think there would be some type of indentation in the ground. or And she said there was also no bodily fluids on the ground either. I mean, even though it was pretty cold... I would think that your body would, like, I don't know, vegetation stuff. 
Um, in an article, and an officer stated that there was no signs of animal scavenging after being there for 20 days. There were also concerns why the dogs didn't pick up her scent and it was so close to the rest stop. And then there were other reports that there were tire marks leading to the area she was found. But the police denied that this was true. The tire marks. Yeah. The police did address some of the concerns, saying that the dogs they used were not actual cadaver dogs, that they were regular police dogs, so they didn't even know how to track scents. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah. I'm not um, and then the drones couldn't go over um, the power lines with the high winds during that time, and her body was found not far from power lines. So they're saying like they, maybe they didn't cover that area. Of course. And then also they said there was a large amount of untrained volunteers who could have missed where she was found. But the investigator in the show said that it was in an open field. Clearly, in plain sight. In plain sight, yes. yeah. They could see her. Um, another, an officer, he's a, the Bighorn County under sheriff Eric Winburn. He said, if you're carrying her, they're going to see deep footprints, right? Because your weight and her weight, they're going to go have deep footprints. There's no footprints out there. Zero. That's what he said. <laughs> Not and, even her own footprint. And that's how he knew no one dumped her body. Yeah, but not even her own footprints are out there. I don't know. He didn't say. They like they didn't release a lot of this information. And I'm sure like um during, especially during their investigation, they're not gonna release any information. Yeah. Selena's grandmother said in an interview that she believed Selena was held hostage during three weeks. She was missing. She wasn't laying out there the yeah, entire time. she wasn't out there. Um, and I read an article, and I wanted to share it because it was really irritating and made me mad. <laughs> but it's the same officer, um, under Sheriff Eric Winburn, he stated in this article, the detectives interviewed everybody in the vehicle, and all of them were interviewed several times. He said when the car broke down, they pulled into the eastbound rest stop on I-90 between Hardin and Billings. He said a lot of passengers got out. They were told to get back in the van. They didn't get back into the van. Two of the girls didn't get back in, and he told them, if you, if I get the vehicle started and you're not in the van, we're going, you're going to be staying here. So he got in the van and started, and they took off, and the two girls were left there. I feel like the other girl that's with her knows... She has to know something. Yeah. She has to know what happened before she doesn't remember anything. Well, even if that was a true story. Like, there was two stories that she was waiting there for the mother and she didn't want to go with her. And then there was another story but that was she, she was she in felt, the ditch. How was she, okay, so know. we don't know if she was found in the ditch or if she was just standing And they didn't even waiting. talk about it in the show about the other girl. Yeah. So I was like, well, I read these two different stories and I'm not sure, like... What the truth is or what really happened yeah and then the driver 
who Winburn declined to identify, called his mother, who came and picked up the girls. When the car arrived, no one could find Not Afraid. Selena. Yeah, but don't you think the other girl would know where she is? Yeah. Like, Selena would be like, hey, I'm out of here. I'm going this way. Or something. Yeah. Or well, I'm going to get into my theory of what happened towards the end after I review this. And the search of her started that night on New Year's Day. Winburn said he's not sure how Not Afraid's death fits into the crisis of missing and murdered indigenous women. And I want to punch him in the throat for saying that. <laughs> Let's do it. I was like, what the heck, dude? How do you, like, obviously that's the problem right there. If you feel like this, you don't see how this fits into it, then you shouldn't be working there. Exactly. Um, He's there. I found a couple quotes. Anita Lucchesi, Lucchesi, I don't know how to say your last name, a premier researcher on missing and murdered indigenous women, said the Bighorn County Sheriff's Office is part of the problem. In Bighorn County, native women and girls go missing and are killed because the law enforcement let it happen, is what she said. I feel like native people don't think anybody cares. They don't think anyone will notice. They don't think anyone will come looking. They don't think anybody will do anything about it. But you know what? We're going to fight. We're going to go to war. We ain't going to give up until we are noticed. That was a quote from Anita Lucchesi. In August of 2020... The Montana Department of Justice Justice assigned two agents from their Department of Criminal Investigation to look into the death of 16-year-old Selena Notafraid. Since then, they've finished up their investigation and handed it off to the Billings City Attorney's Office. On December 23rd, 2020, I believe I forgot the one or the zero at the end. <laughs> the attorney's office charged 20-year-old Deandra Pittman with endangering the welfare of children, which in Billings is a misdemeanor. And this oh is the God. owner of the house that they were over there partying at on New Year's Eve. So she's getting charged with the endangering the welfare of children. <laughs> and Deandra claimed that she passed out um that night or early in the morning and she didn't know what happened after that and when she woke up selena was gone i don't uh, i don't (laughs) in general i don't understand how our kids are not protected and if somebody does something to a child why do they get a slap on the wrist instead of being punished yeah well, I feel like the driver... So, here's my theory of what happened. I think that the driver and the other... There was another male in the car. I don't know. I don't really know who was in the car. But I feel like the driver was the one that was arguing with her in that video. I think that he's part of, like, the sex trafficking. And he probably dropped those two girls off to get picked up by somebody else. And, obviously, maybe he said, Hey, we're going to go to the store or go somewhere because she left her purse she's like i don't really need it i don't know we're just going over here and coming right back maybe he lied to her i don't know this is but that's what i was thinking that he's a part of it 
and that he left her them there on purpose to get picked up by somebody who was in the business of sex trafficking. They probably didn't even have car trouble. Yeah, exactly. And that's why um, in the show, the Crow Reservation leader, he's all, oh, what a coincidence that they had car trouble during at this rest stop where sex trafficking is known. So did they actually have car trouble? Like what happened? But um, especially because the driver and Selena were arguing in that video. So maybe she, he's like, hey, get out. And she didn't want to get out. She's like, I can get stuck here. And so they were probably fighting and they got a fight and then he left. I don't know. But and there's so much information missing. And I hate how people just lie. They just lie. All the people in the freaking van lie. <laughs> Conflicting stories. And I the mean, bad somebody's part is, lying. is that the girl that was with her that was also part of the deal, if it was a deal. Yeah. Is also not saying anything. Yep. Also, like, you know, I don't know, maybe she thinks she's getting in trouble. I think that she, I feel if like her, they're if she would have called her mom, her mom would have came and got her. She would have been in trouble, whatever, Selena. Yeah. You know, but I feel like... At least like she would be alive. Maybe she wasn't planning on going home, like you said. Yeah. I don't think that she was. I think, because why would you leave your purse if you were going home? Like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to grab my stuff. I'm not going to leave it there. Unless she was intoxicated, which she they said that so she was So we're assuming that she was, um, she got into the van voluntarily. Nobody forced her in the van to leave Harden. There was no evidence of her them taking her like that. Yeah. There because was no, she has a Snapchat. But also, they didn't release a lot of the information either. Like, they didn't even release the names of these people. They didn't release, like, the one of the sheriffs just um, did the article of where he was saying that what happened. So if the rest area is closed, that means, like, the there's no facilities open. Yeah, there's no but bathrooms open. But there's, this van gets to go in there, and there's other people also there, right? Because there's somebody who took a video of them. Yeah, in the van. Somebody well, there was, was a witness saying that we saw her yeah. in the van. So the people, somebody from the video was from the van? Yep. Oh, okay. And they were actually sitting in the van. Like, you can, on the video, you can see them in the van. And then they're, like, kind of recording them, and, but it's really blurry. But it looks like, so if the van doors open, Selena and the guy are just right by the entrance. And then they were kind of recording. So was it, like, and a she's like van? yelling. They didn't say what type of van it was. They just said it was a white van. But what did it look like from the inside? Um, I don't know. It looked like they were in the front row, whatever. You, I'm assuming there's another row in the back. But there's two seats in the front and then the bench seat that that person so like was a recording. Minivan. A minivan, but the van on the show was a bigger white van. But I don't know if that's the type of van or if it was just for show. I think it's show. like stereotypical <laughs> yeah. kidnapper van on the show. Yeah. They made it look like one. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, obviously her family wants justice for her and they don't feel like this was an accident and that she didn't really just die from hypothermia or that she was out there of course laying did. for three weeks, which... I don't believe that she was out there, especially if she was drinking, like, two days alcohol to go to your system, and then, I mean, she they could have been holding her somewhere, 
sex trafficking people and then they knew where she went missing and then they dumped out her body later and they knew people were looking for her yeah and the especially because the family said that they searched that area that they found her and how are you going to miss a body laying in the middle of a field <laughs> yeah when you're looking for somebody I don't know it's it's crazy especially because Penny Scott and it's the same thing like hypothermia hypothermia 20 days later they were both one was found 21 days another one was 20 days I don't know so it doesn't sit right you know if they have the her phone tracing records then they should know if she left the rest area well her phone was far away off the last ping which I didn't include in here, but the last ping that her grandma stated was in Billings at 12.15 p.m. So her phone must have been... Ch- but, but how was that? But because then she her friend, Snapchat. Yeah, she sent a, her friend a Snapchat, but maybe she did it while she was still in Billings. Maybe. And then True. she And then her phone died, or I don't know. But... And then it was... It's weird that her friends and stuff didn't know who these people were like how was she or how she was associated why with would them. they let her go with them well everyone was probably drunk or hung sleeping hung over I don't know I don't know Ugh. I know it makes sad. me sick <laughs> it really yeah. does yeah Ugh. so I and then they charged the, the owner of the home with endangering child which is a misdemeanor like she's getting a slap on the wrist for they probably booked her her and let her out of jail with no bill she's probably out already yes and if you have any information about selena's case you can call the bighorn county sheriff's office i don't know about those guys at 406 yeah or don't six five (laughs) <laughs> nine seven eight zero or the tip line which i would probably call the tip line if i were you if you had a tip at 406-665-9800 and i'm gonna end today's story with a quote from selena oh no <laughs> i love horses i love everything about them their eyes the way they breathe the way they move I mostly enjoy riding, feeling free in the wind as the I feel the four feet beneath me. That was written by Selena, Not Afraid. That reminds me of Genevieve because she loves I horses <laughs> and she's so young. I know, this is a sad story. And I just feel for her family and I seen in an article that her aunt said to share her story and that they want their story to be told because you know it's not right of what happened about what happened yeah and yeah how sad i know and yeah i don't have anything happy to talk about now i'm sad <laughs> i feel like crying right now so after sylvia covered our story last week for henny scott she decided to show me a video way later. On I was YouTube. like, you should have showed me this earlier. <laughs> but it was on YouTube, and it's these two girls. One of them's a psychic. I don't know. You know more about it. I don't. You. That was the that first was time it. I've ever heard of them because I was listening to 
podcast because usually when I do a show, I'll listen to all the podcasts that they have out about the case. Mm-hmm. So they, this um, podcast was about this girl, this woman was talking about it. And then afterwards, the person that she was telling the story to does a reading about it. Like a psychic reading. So in this video, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own beliefs. You guys don't have to believe it. But in this video on YouTube for this lady, the psychic, she was saying that. So last week, Henny Scott, if you want to do like a quick recap she was missing you did the story yeah she was missing she's 14 years old she um called her mom to ask if she can go to a basketball tournament and her mom said no she said okay i'll be home and then she never seen her again and she was supposedly at a house with one of her friends they were drinking and then she was they found her body 21 days later and it wasn't far from the house it was 200 yards away from the house she was last seen yeah so in this video this lady said that she believes she said i believe or i feel um and the psychic lady in the video said um she felt like there was that she was mad at her mom but she did stay at that house and that the male at the house or some a male. She didn't specify on the male, huh? She didn't. But she, she said, said he, he. So she's figuring she said, it was a male. Yeah, she said he. he was older. He took her out with her friends that were in the house. They didn't even know. Like they didn't know anything that was going on because they were partying. Because he said that, like, oh, I'm gonna take her home. And um, she said that she felt that he was gonna take her and rape her, but she fought back. And she said that she fought him. And there was a, they, he hit her, and that he didn't kill her, but he knocked her out or, you know, unconscious. And then I'm assuming that she just died of hypothermia from laying out in the snow. Yeah. But that's what the psychic believe, lady believed. Yeah. And that's what I said. <laughs> and this child was like, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. Because, I mean, that she you know, got knocked out or unconscious and then she died of hypothermia. But why there was no rape kit done, I don't know. And I don't even know if there we was one for Selena. We do know. It's because the authorities don't care. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. What if they did one and, or what if they did do one and they're like, oh, we lost it. Yeah. They just didn't want to admit it. Uh-huh. Or something stupid. Um, yeah, that that was exactly what she said. She said she thinks that, you know, this guy was he planned on taking her out and raping her and then he it backfired. So he he was bigger than her because he was older. He feels like it's the girl that Henny knew. It was her older brother or one of his friends. Yeah. Cuz there was older boys in the house, she said. And it wasn't hypothermia. <laughs> well, it could have been that. He, well, that's probably how she died because he said she said that he he wasn't he thought, sure if he knocked her out or killed her, but he thought he killed her. And then he tried to bury her in a shallow. He grave. shoveled snow on top of her. That's yeah. what she said. And he's like, she's like, well, if the authorities had looked a little bit better, they would have found 
shoveled snow piled up with shovel marks and footprints in the snow. Yeah. Which they obviously don't care. Yeah, it's annoying. Because this little girl, she was a little girl, she was only 14, and she didn't deserve that. Yep. Hopefully next week will be not as... I doubt it. It's probably going to be just as bad. Well, depending on the story you're going to do. Maybe we should go back to Bigfoot for a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And so we went to the swap meet today. <laughs> <laughs> Two swap meets. Two swap meets. Tell us about your swap meet find. Um, I bought a sawzall, and I bought a shower caddy. A shower caddy. <laughs> Just lame, like swap meet stuff. Like, Do you ever see those Amazon? Um, return yeah. that you can buy. Can you act like? Can people actually do that? Like, is that real? Yeah, you can like, buy. You, that? you can buy like pallets of returns from any store, like Amazon, Home Depot. Why would you want to do Walmart? That? <laughs> because not some people some just stuff. return stuff that is not effective. Like it still works. They just didn't want it. Yeah. But instead yeah. of reselling it, they. Put it in a thing where they sell it all together in bulk. And you can buy them, like people buy them and sell them on Amazon. How expensive these things are. Um, it depends on what it is. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But like the ones that the swap me are like, most of the time they're all busted up and. <laughs> I know. I seen a couple of those. Like pallets of boxes and missing parts. Surprise. (laughs) Yeah, like there's a ticket on it that's like a Home Depot return and it says missing part. But they're selling it to you (laughs) at the swap meet. Yeah. (laughs) Well, when we went, I felt like everything was expensive. We went on Saturday. Okay, so I went and there was like probably, it was probably a storage unit. Somebody bought a storage unit and they have like all kinds of stuff for sale. And it was like a scraper because I'm like redoing floors in my house. And it was like a scraper to take like laminate floors up. It was missing two of the screws out of the three. (laughs) So two thirds of the screws were missing. And I told her, um, I was like, how much for this? I'll give you $2. She said, no, I want $10. I was like, the screws are missing on it. She's like, yeah, still $10. Like, you got this for free. <laughs> I mean, for almost where free. you get off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, seriously, and she's like, yeah, like look at me straight in the eye, like yeah, ten dollars. Okay, screw this, I'm out of here. <laughs> you can keep your broken scraper, you know? yeah. I'm gonna take that third screw and get out of here. <laughs> but <laughs> even when we went to Kobe's. So it's down at the sports arena, and they have, well, I don't know what it's called now. Is but, it called Kobe's anymore? Mm, it's called Kobe's, but the sports arena is not called sports arena anymore. Oh. Yes. Yeah. They've changed it a bunch of times. Now it's some, I think actually it's Pachanga, isn't it? Okay. I think it's Pachanga Arena. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But it was a big mess because there was Disney on Ice was there tonight. And or today, so there was we couldn't park in the parking lot. Like you had to find street parking. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, um, 
least you didn't have to drive. Driving sucks down there. Yeah, and so what are the what's the guy from Storage Wars that goes there and sells? Uh, Daryl, the you? gambler. Oh, yeah. it's not that guy. No, no, the gambler. Actually, I think that guy comes and sells sometimes, too. I forgot his name. I don't remember name. his name either. But Daryl, the gambler guy, he goes, He's. we always see him there, him and his son. I never see him. I, I see him, like, three times there. Ronnie says he's seen him there, too. I never see this guy there. But I don't like Kobe's that much. Every time I go, I feel like I don't find anything I like. And I feel like they're more expensive than, like, Spring Valley swap meet. They are. They're like, more expensive. They're more bougie down there in the city. <laughs> yes, they are. Apparently people think they're getting great deals, though. <laughs> I guess so. Sometimes you can find good stuff. Deal. Like, like the people, lamp. You got the lamp there. Yep, I did get the lamp there, but it was it was had a busted piece, remember? Yep, it must have been in return. <laughs> it probably was. I should have checked it. But it's still, the lamp still works. You can't even tell that it's busted. You can tell. No, you can tell because you know. <laughs> but nobody else knows. That it has wire holding it up. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now everybody comes to my house going to look at my lamp with the wire on it. <laughs> Did you hear Quentin last week? He was like, why do you guys talk about where you're from and stuff? People are going to come looking for you. You remember? Did you hear yeah. we here? I was uh-huh. like, we ain't gonna let him come. Let him try to come uh-huh. to our house. Yeah. You don't know what kind of guns we got. <laughs> <laughs> my killer dog. You don't know my dogs. Huh? <laughs> you don't know my vicious dogs. Dizzle. <laughs> you don't know what Dizzle you can do. <laughs> he's over 100 pounds. Yeah, he's about 120. Terror. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, so that's it for today. I was switched the story because I was really sad. But um, I hope you guys have a great week. Next week is Sylvie's week, so she's going to have a story for you guys. And we hope you guys keep listening. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can send us an email <laughs> at Native Sisters Podcast at gmail.com or social media Native Sisters Podcast. We have t shirts for sale on our website at www.nativesisterspodcast.com. And that's it. That's it. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.